You're listening to the Building Happiness Podcast with Garup Masing. Hello and welcome back to the Building Happiness Podcast. Now today I'm joined with... Olutomi Masaku, aka <laughs> Olu. Yeah, so um, and today we're going to be talking about Olu's kind of journey into happiness. And Olu, before we begin, can you just tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Okay, so like I said, my name is Olu. Um, I was born in Scotland. Fun facts <laughs> about me there. I moved down to Leicestershire when I was five. Been here ever since. Um, I'm studying mechanical engineering at Loughborough University. And I'm having a great time doing that. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sure we are. <laughs> no, no, it's good, it's good, yeah. So Olu's on my course, so that's how I know him. But basically, the way that me and Olu actually really started talking about this stuff, and the reason why he's on the podcast today is because when I was walking home with my friend, I was recording a little thing for a project that I'm doing, and then Olu just out of nowhere came and asked about that, and he just said, oh, yo, I've seen you doing that. When he's coming back in a taxi, and then we ended up talking about the project that I was doing and then talking about kind of just like deeper things in life and then me and, and then we ended up staying up until two o'clock just talking about all these kind of so things. So romantic, so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the library's a romantic place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but it was, it was like, it was nice to see someone like just so passionate about like so much, um, so many deep topics like happiness, like homelessness, like, gratitude and like seeing and you talked a lot about kind of your journey from who you were a few years ago to becoming who you are now mm-hmm. so would you be able to give me a better kind of and everyone else a better kind of description of who you used to be and who you are now and what kind of took you on that journey okay so i'd say <laughs> the main thing that took me on that journey would just be like little bits of like bumps here and there in my life so things that just put things into perspective mm-hmm. obviously moving out moving out for uni is quite wait, 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 sorry before you get into it would you yeah. be able to give us a bit of a description of what you used to be like okay so straight up straight up yeah uh, yeah, yeah okay. like, i mean if you yeah. if you're comfortable with that oh no it's cool it's cool it's not that deep. Right, okay. <laughs> i've changed <laughs> nah so i'd say like back in the day definitely used to be a little bit more arrogant mm-hmm. more stubborn um, close-minded but kind of went on a journey of realising that not everything's like what it seems to be initially um, I realised that in life you can never really know everything and you never will and you have to be comfortable with that mm. and I also sort of realize that every single person and this is what really helped at uni everyone has their original point of view sorry to quote, quote the Arthur theme song there but yeah <laughs> no, no, everyone has their original <laughs> point of view and it's so interesting and the more you sort of listen to other people's way of, ways of life how they go about doing things the more enriched your own life becomes Yeah, and it's made me a lot happier trying to understand different people's perspectives rather than being so close-minded and dismissive sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah it's definitely made me a lot happier that's good that's good now so hang on where are you from originally 
Because oh, Niger- I'm, I'm actually a little bit embarrassed. I'm a Nigerian guy. Huh? You're embarrassed? I'm embarrassed. I didn't say that initially. Oh, okay, Imagine okay. Yeah, yeah. I spoiled it. from you. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. Put you on the spot. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so we were talking about kind of um, where you come from and like your kind of family background. And you are talking a lot about your parents and yeah. how they've always supported you in your education and, uh, and other things that you've done. But you never, you kind of took it for granted originally. Yeah, exactly. Right, do, do you want to develop on that a little bit? All right, yeah. I mean, I'd say the appreciation that I have for education now is pretty similar to the appreciation my, my parents had for it. <laughs> and they've had for it throughout my whole like school career. <laughs> it's shame that I'm only realising it now. But um, yeah, I'd say just like the pure opportunity they put me through, like, trying to get me into, like, the best schools possible. Mm. And, you know, whilst I was there, there was opportunities to learn about so many different things, opportunities to apply myself. And I like, don't get it twisted. I know the importance of having fun. I was going to have fun <laughs> regardless. But I definitely could have worked a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, I get and, you, I get you. Yeah, it's through that, like, I'd say, coming to uni, seeing, like, just being left by yourself to do whatever you want to do. I've realized, wow, so much knowledge out there. So many different things I can learn about. And it's been like that my whole life. I've had the opportunities to do this yeah. my whole life. So that's why I'd say I took it for granted a little bit. I wasn't really pushing myself in every aspect of my life. Yeah. Okay, and would you say that now you tend to try to push yourself more? It's a journey. It's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. Good answer. But Good definitely answer. Like more, I'm definitely more conscious of it. Um, I'm aware that there's not much more satisfying than just trying to be the best version of yourself. And mm. in doing that, you can obviously like help other people to Definitely. reach happiness, I guess. That's true. So would you say that kind of the overall goal for you is to be happy? Is there anything that you're like, oh, in this one life, is there anything specific that you want to do? Or is it just generally just live a happy life and be the best version of you? I'd say, like, fundamentally, that's, like, always most people's number one. Yeah. But that's quite vague. Um, and that's when it's, like, important to look into what purpose is. And, like, purpose, when you're fulfilling that, that's what's making you happy. Obviously, like, you've got your short-term happiness. Mm. And, like, you know, it doesn't really last that long. But... When it comes to purpose, like I know for me personally, it's something that I feel like I'm really passionate about is just inspiring people. Again, like that sounds quite vague, I know, but um, there's so many different ways in which you can do that. There's a few things that I want to definitely do in my life where it's like, as long as I can like give someone that impact, you know, earlier I spoke about, mm-hmm. you know, sort of taking my position for granted, taking like all the resources I had available to me for, for granted. Not everyone in the world has that. But as long as I can, like, sort of create that spark in someone's head, they're like, okay, wow, I've got all of this available to me. I'm going to do something amazing with that. Yeah. That would make me really happy. And if I can do that in multiple people's lives, then what more can I ask for? That's very true. That's very true. Often we are kind of ungrateful for the opportunities that we do have. And even people who tend to look at their lives as not having much or not having many resources. Mm there's always something that you can be grateful for and be like, oh, well, I can start with this. Exactly. And there's a quote by uh, Les Brown, 
but uh, that goes um start with what you've got because what you've got is plenty mm. and me like a few years ago when i didn't have that much and my family overall didn't have that much like mm-hmm. i i really kind of honed in on that quote and i was just like yo i've got work ethic i've got grind and i can use these things mm-hmm. to get me to a place which is gonna make me happier yeah and I think it's the same. It's a similar kind of situation for yeah, you as well. Same like, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. So, your purpose, you think, is to inspire mm-hmm. others. Is there a specific route that you want to go down, or is it kind of general? Well, it's general, but like I think the main thing for me, something that I'm quite passionate about, is education. Mm. So. I'm passionate about it in the sense that not everyone should like be taking the same route but regardless of what route you're taking like let let yourself have that aim of just being excellent in whatever you do and always having that mindset that you know life's way more than certain things which are superficial money isn't everything like status isn't everything Hmm. You should always have like people in your heart when you're thinking of what you're doing. That's just the way I see it. And I, I feel as though if everyone sort of had that perspective, it would like there'd be so much more community. I agree. I that's something that I feel like is not really valued too much these days. So, but if, if I, to go back to my original point, anyway, yeah. So education is the main thing. I think it's like. It's almost been like a theme throughout my family's history. So obviously my dad's massive on education. I don't think I've told you this, but like my grandpa, he was the first person in his family to go to school. Okay. Went to school late. Like he must have started primary school when he was like eight, nine. Really? Yeah. Went through it. Imagine he was like wailed and all the other kids. Okay. Then went on to university, became a teacher and a head teacher and in fact, my grandma, like, on that side, she was a head teacher as well. But for him, my dad always tells me this, like, he's passed away now, unfortunately, but he says the happiest day of his life was when all of his children had graduated. No way. Aww. And for me, that's, it's quite meaningful. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though, like, as I'm going through university now, I can, I'm can i sort of feeling that passion for education. I want to do everything I can to sort of instill that passion in everyone. I know that not everyone's gonna care too much, oh, but and we're, we're, we're talking about quotes. I might have one, <laughs> but um, this is a quote I saw at the start of someone's thesis. He's a professor of education. Um, he says, "Education is what is left behind after what has been learned in the classroom has been forgotten." And I think Whoa. it's very, it's quite deep. It's like education is it's more than just what you see, like, and what people think of it, just like in the classroom. It's, uh-huh. Those are your life skills. This is what's going to take, what you're going to take with you, your personality, things that are going to get you into places. Mm, that's true. It's massive. And I think it's underrated. Throughout school, it's always like being a tryhard, something that you get mocked for. Like, uh, yeah, no, no, it, it is. It doesn't is, make any sense. People are like, oh, he's smart. He's not cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what he knows more than you. <laughs> he he's paying more attention to life and what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah. That 
it's one of those things where it's like there's a stigma around mm. it. I know, but like being smart, learning more, you live a better, happier life. Generally, like if you go and read up on successful people, pretty much all of them read books. Pretty much all of them are learning. Even you've been reading a book that you see it on my shelf. Oh, yeah, bounce. <laughs> bounce by bounce. Matthew Said, and um, I haven't started it yet, mm. but I plan to. But do you read a lot? Would you say that? Like, I wouldn't even say reading books specifically, mm-hmm. but if I'm watching a show like on Netflix, it's a documentary. If I'm watching a YouTube video, it'd be like something factual, it's, it's something it's like ed- educational. Just like, oh, this is an interesting fact I can learn about. Let me learn about that, and that's like. To me, often it's more interesting than like watching shows, but don't get it twisted. I like my anime. I like my anime. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> nah, that's good. That's good. It's got to be a balance somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but there is a lot more way that um, people can learn now. And because information is so accessible, mm. you've got to be careful about the things that you decide to learn about. You can't mm. just learn about everything. Like you said at the very start, yeah. you've got to come to terms with the fact that you can't learn everything, right? So what's important is you decide what things you want to learn about mm-hmm. and i personally feel like happiness is something that we all need to learn about it's mm-hmm. something that we need to figure out and build on rather than just thinking happiness is this thing that if i get money if i get success if i get fame then it's going to come to me or one day i'm just going to be sitting there i'm going to meditate and it's just going to hit me and i'm going to be happy like yeah, it's yeah. not that kind of not thing that. it's about look you understand where you are right now mm-hmm. you've got to evaluate who you are where you're at right exactly. you've got to understand the person that you want to be mm-hmm. you've got to accept a lot of what life throws at you because you can't you can't choose a lot of it and then get to that final stage where you can you've built your own kind of life and you can accept a lot of things that mm-hmm. are going on and through reflection you can get to that point yeah. i think there's a huge lack of education in in happiness and how we actually build it exactly. and especially with kind of celebrities and things like that the influence that people are having it's not going in the right direction yeah but i do think education without it we are all useless like education is the first step it's like knowledge then experience and then you get skillful mm-hmm. and if you don't have the first step of knowledge then yeah there's no foundation there exactly no. But at the same time, you could argue that ignorance is bliss. Oh, yeah. Without, actually, like, we, without the education, you know, a lot of people are happy. If you're not aware of what's going on around you, which I don't know, for some people, like that might be okay. Like that's a, it's a blissful, happy experience. But I but, mean, it raises a question anyway. This is something that I always think about. Like, do we have a duty? Like to the world to be the best we can be I personally think you don't have a duty to anyone or mm-hmm. to do anything like I I strongly believe that you know, we are at the end of the day all animals yeah. like and we can do whatever we want however we want it I mean yes you have to deal with the consequences after that mm-hmm. but there's no duty to do anything Yeah. what I do believe strongly is that you have one life yeah. and the only thing that is worthwhile in this life is being happy. Mm-hmm. Now you find your own means to do that, yeah, yeah. but you want that deep fulfilling happiness. Now I believe mm-hmm. that ignorance is bliss. That mentality won't get you deep fulfilling happiness. 
Because for me, it personally wouldn't. Because I know in the back of my mind that um, I'm pretending like something doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. And I can't sit with that well. And I know you can't either because yeah, we were exactly. talking about like how if you walk past a homeless person, you can't just like walk past them and pretend like they're not a human. You can't walk past them. Like, a lot of people do now and like I'm guilty for it as well sometimes. Like Sometimes I'll just like put my head down and think, oh, no, like, come on, I'm busy. Oh, I don't have any change on us. I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's like being able to have that honesty with yourself mm-hmm. like you do of like no 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 they are a real person they deserve time and effort and if they are in a bad place like if they're doing drugs and they're spending all the money on like cigarettes and alcohol and things like that it's like at the end of the day they're still human exactly. and they still deserve our help and our attention fundamentally yeah, I agree with that it's just as soon as you have that mentality uh, every life is equal It'll just completely shift how you see other people, mm. how you act towards them, and like the compassion that you have towards them. I'd say, um, but obviously, like for me, I'd say that it does hurt when I see people's faces. Obviously, you shouldn't do, you shouldn't like judge a book by its cover, but I often like try and like look and look deeper than that to see. Oh, the life story. Oh, I wonder what this kid was like when they were in primary school. Mm. Whether they're the class clown, whether they're the quiet one that's sat in the corner. Who are they? And like seeing from what the, I can from what I can see, like where their life has led to now. Sometimes, obviously, some people are homeless. Mm-hmm. You can see like some people the effects of like smoking, like and stuff on their face. Yeah. But when you look at them, and you go all the way back, all the way back. Mm-hmm. You know, we all start off the same. We're all babies. We're just like a blank canvas. We could be, yeah. we could at that point, we could be anything. So, for me to like, just walk past someone who's in a very bad place, bad position, it just doesn't make sense. It's like it, it seems arrogant of me, or like to assume that I'm just better than them, mm-hmm. which. I just don't believe it's the case. Yeah, I, so yeah, I, I feel like I'm the same as well in the sense that if that's like, I feel like it's because mentally you know that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like internally, you know the truth of the matter is that they are also another human being. And if you were born in their situation in their life, you'd be in the exact same position. Exactly. And it doesn't make a difference, like what it looks like or how it might seem. Mm-hmm. That's their personal journey, and that's who they are. And I think it's the core truth of it because you know that's the truth because mm. you understand ignorance it's just a cover up it's yeah, a, yeah. and because you're covering something up you can't find deep fulfillment happiness you can't find that real understanding of like okay this is what's going on and this is how I feel because you're you're getting rid of it and mm. you're putting something in front of it like a wall so you can be like no, I mean, I'm just going to ignore that. Whereas that's a part of your life. And if you can't accept every part of your life, I don't think you can be deeply happy. Yeah. And it's, that's like the key word there is acceptance. It's not necessarily understanding everything mm. or resolving every single issue that you face. Because I don't think that's possible either. I think, actually, like, there's a, there's a preach about this in church in December that there's tensions to be managed and there's problems to be solved 
So problems are things that are in your control. Things that you can like do something about to oh, get rid God. of. But tensions might not necessarily be in your control. Mm-hmm. But that's you just have to manage them. Yeah. You have to accept them. And you have to like make the best of those situations. They may not always be ideal, but if you never come to the terms, come to terms with the fact that they're not going to go away, then you're just going to be again spend the rest of your life that's unhappy. True. Like, that's true. That's true. That's exactly like, what it is. It's a, it's one of those things that's like you do have to manage it. But like for this example of homelessness, you've got to manage it in a way that is truthful and honest. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be. I think saying, "Oh, that person doesn't deserve my time and whatever or my money." isn't a uh, honest way to manage it i think if you're going to manage it you need to be okay so who am i what is the truth like it's a it's a really deep kind yeah. of th- place to go to and just to talk about it like it's a deep thing to think okay who am i at the core of myself and where do i come from and why do i believe that i'm better than this person and often these are questions that people don't pay attention to because it takes a lot of thought it takes exactly. a lot of effort and uh, and they think that by ignoring them they're solving the problem but it's not it's mm. gonna make it bigger because over time in 20 years in the future you're gonna look back and you're gonna get confused and you're gonna feel like well like who even am i yeah like or it could be anything as simple as just a life event humbling you because mm. I'd, I'd say like that's definitely something that happened for me anyway like coming to uni i don't know i just expected it to be something different to what it was like that. It's I think everyone that. does to be honest. Yeah, it's literally as simple as that. And then I got here and I was like, oh, okay. Independence is fun, but now I actually have to learn how to live <laughs> by myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, uh-huh. it sounds really stupid, but like but, it's that simple. Uh-huh. I was like, wow, okay. I recognise my parents have done bits. Like uh, that's <laughs> one thing I realised. Like, yeah, I think I think as soon as <laughs> people get to uni, they're just like whoa, my parents are sick, you know, like, they've actually, like, the amount of stuff that they do, the, the amount that they actually prepare you for, and you, you, you meet such a range of people, mm. and, like, you get some people who are really, like, we talk about this, you get people who just don't care about anyone else but themselves, and you get mm. people who are really inclusive and try to help others, and it's like, just seeing that kind of dynamic, and seeing where you fit in along those lines, you're like, you, you judge your parents off it as well, in a way, because you're just like, oh, my parents have pushed me towards this point, yeah. or, another thing that i wanted to touch on as well is religion pushes mm. you towards that point as well yeah. so i know you're christian you mentioned going yeah. to church i'm sikh but um i think religion for me has played a big part in kind of being an active person and helping others mm-hmm. but um yeah how would you say that religion has changed you in a positive way and have you always been religious that's the thing i was about to say so Throughout my my entire life, like, I was born into a Christian household. Like, even my grandparents, both sides, are Christian. So, shout out Jen. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say just the main thing that stands out to me is community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was born into, I was literally born into that, my naming ceremony. People from church, all there every significant point in my life like i remember even my first birthday in leicestershire we moved quite soon before it so obviously like i didn't really have any friends here at that Mm -hmm. time but like loads of people coming down you know every how every time there's a party there's prayer everyone joins in prayer and it's just 
seeing that commu- that level of community and knowing that certain people don't have that 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 yeah. alone like is crazy like without even like the like, the religious aspect and now like the religious aspect obviously there's a lot of teaching there a lot of like wisdom mm-hmm. and I'd say even if you just like read certain books like Proverbs which is literally it's a bunch of proverbs <laughs> it's what it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like these are pieces of advice where if you follow them your life will be improved massively mm-hmm. like and this isn't well I'm never like someone who's like trying to sell religion, religion to another person mm-hmm. I don't think that's how it's meant to be it's meant to be something that's like internal obviously it can introduce you can tell you about it but it's your own personal journey yeah it's, it's a personal journey and I just say that there's so much in that, so much can be learned. And this goes back to my previous point about just understanding different people's perspectives and not just being close-minded. There's so much that you can learn that can improve your own life. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have a passion for as well. Like I'm I'm passionate about people feeling as well, like feeling content with their lives. And and it's not even to say like obviously this whole pod- podcast it could sound as though I was saying like I've got it all figured out. No, no, no. Nobody does. No one does. Literally. That's that's one thing that I've realised as well. Um, You know, all the most amazing people that I look up to, Mm -hmm. they're just vibing. Like, (laughs) it it sounds stupid, but everyone's just vibing. Like, obviously, some people are more focused towards their goals, but no one's got it all figured out and nobody ever will. And I think it's just quite important to, to understand that a lot of people think, oh, before I can get my life on track, I need to under- I need to understand everything. I need to know the plot. I need to have the next hundred like steps Just planned out. out. No, it's not it like, that. like that. Um, you can definitely work towards it and be structured with it, but I would say it's important to understand. It's not a yeah. complete process. It's yeah, one exactly. of those. Yeah, I was gonna say that ties in really well with what you were saying before. And just before we finish up, I just wanted to say that. Um, as us mm. talking about this, right? We want to inspire others. We want to help each other, right? We're trying to help people with the things, the small amount of things that we figured out, mm-hmm. right? We're still learning. Like you said, exactly. education, it's so important. We're still like reading books. We're still trying to listen to inspiration people, meet more people, learn different aspects of life. And exactly. we're figuring stuff out as we go along. But the things that we have figured out, like this is for me as well, like a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, I'm trying to help a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. The only time that I can help other people is when I've done something, I've done it well enough that I can go on to teach other people. But that doesn't mean I'm a complete article or I'm I'm like, I know everything, anything like that. It's just the things that I'm good at, I can help you with. Exactly. Everything else, I'm still learning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to leave it there for now, Mm -hmm. right? It's been great having you so far. Right, okay, I can cut this out. Don't do part two. Yeah. Right, okay. We're going to be back with a part two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave you it in <laughs> You're listening to the Building Happiness Podcast with Garup Masing. Hello and welcome back to part two. Right, now, just as a kind of little interlude, I'm going to call it. Right, I don't know if that's how you say it, but... Um, we're just going to be doing a bit... I'm going to be saying a little bit of Geordie slang. 
and Ollie's gonna be trying to guess why me. All right, let's go, let's go. <laughs> right, okay. I like a challenge. So, what do you think "divin" means? I. So if we um go into the, to the Latin of the word <laughs> "divina," <laughs> obviously that goes to English "divine." It must mean something that tastes very nice. Nah. I'll oh. put it. I'll put it in context <laughs> for you. I'll put it in context for you. I divin nah. I divin nah. <laughs> I. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think. <laughs> what about I didn't know? Oh, I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, don't know. Know. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> no, no. Devin means don't. <laughs> Devin. What about this is a, this is, this is a pretty easy one, right? <clears throat> okay. Dune tune. Dune. Ah, oh, downtown. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dune tune. <laughs> If you're a Scot, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dune tune. Dune What about um, as, 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 as us? No, not us. Context. Uh, the context gives it away. Right, but leave us alone. Is it? Not mean us. <laughs> Leave us alone. Is it, does it mean them? If it means them, I'm I'm quitting. <laughs> no. no. Okay, okay, okay. Wait. <laughs> Leave us alone, man. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. It doesn't mean leave us alone. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Remember, remember, remember. Leave us. Leave us alone, mate. Honestly, I get the mic taken over so much when I say that. Okay, yeah. Just as a kind of disclaimer, I'm from South Shields, so I'm not a proper Jody. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm technically a sand dancer. Fake. Yeah, I'm a fake fan. All right, but at the same time, we do use a lot of the similar words because <laughs> <laughs> some of the words here, right? Like, <laughs> wait, is this walla <laughs> No one can tell me these are real words. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay. Or well, gun. Gun? Like gun. Uh, I'm gun, Morrison's. Going. Yeah. I'm gun. Okay, 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 gun. okay. Yeah, the only uh, Leicester word that I know is Mardi. Mardi. You still need to guess what it means. I, d- I don't know. I. It's like a type of emotion and you can describe someone as Marty chill what isn't like this guy's a pretty Marty guy you know what I'm saying yeah guy. he's in, in Marty <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't know should I tell you through it yeah yeah tell Marty's like moody oh like, mate, like, I still have that it's like salty you know when people get salty like, uh-huh. oh, he's so, so why are we Marty for Oh really? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna use that now. Yeah, I'm gonna Marty. use that. That's so mad. So no one <laughs> outside of Leicester knows this one. No. <laughs> That's the only Leicester song that I know. Though. That's really? The only one. Yeah, because you're from Leicester Shire. Leicester Shire. Leicester Shire. Leicester Shire. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Do you know? Okay. Right. This is. This will be the, like the last one, right? All right. Do you know what a Raji is? Wait. Come on. Come on. You're Raji. you're an absolute Raji, you mate. <laughs> Oh, I like a top class guy. <laughs> oh no. no, is it the opposite? Uh, no. <laughs> Raji. Somebody who 
So I'm ready to guess all the girls with a Reggie. <laughs> nah, nah, no idea. You're an off. Oh, what a Raj. What an offsuit Raj. A Joker. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> Raj. Oh, mate, you're such a Raj, man. Chill. Oh, someone who gets rowdy. Someone, yeah, like, uh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. A Raj. <laughs> a Raji. He's gone Raji him like. <laughs> how has that developed? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you know how am I, man? How am I, man? That's like the standard joke. How am Huh? How am How am I, man? How are you, man? No. How am I, man? If someone says, how am I, man? Give us, a, give us some context on how did you say it. How, how did you say how am I, Yeah, you, you tell me in a sentence how someone say How someone say how am I, man? Um... Let's say you're riding your bike. It's a sunny day. Uh huh. Set the scenes. Yeah, set the scenes. There's some dogs, and then you see a pretty girl, and then you're like, "Wow, how old, man?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Nah, you're pretty. You're pretty. I'll, I'll go, I'll You're go pretty far. Nah, nah. I context. How am man? Leave us alone. <laughs> go away. Nah, it means how am man? Like I don't know how to explain it. How am? How am man? It's just you just say it. You just say it. I don't know how to explain it. Doesn't it. even have a meaning. It's, it's just like nah, no, it has it has like, meaning. It has it has context. Hang on, hang it's on. like telling someone to f off. No, no, no. It's a like, chill. But you can say it in a positive way as well. You can be like, how are How are man? How are How are the lads? Oh, wait, is that what it said? I think so. Mate, that was a football chant. But yeah, there you go, right? That's um, uh, kind of Geordie slang. You're educated. I feel like I've embarrassed my entire culture. Um, <laughs> but okay. yeah, there you go. There you go. How are man? How are man? How are man? Honestly, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. You're a Mardi guy, you. Mardi, yeah. Why are you so Mardi, Paul? Nah, you're being a bit, you're a bit of a ratch. You're a bit of a ratch. <laughs> right, okay, okay. Ratch. I think I think before this gets out of hand, <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to cut this segment there. Right, okay. There you go. I don't know what that was, but a little bit of insight of um, our kind of backgrounds, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Right, now we're going to move on to happiness again, right? Is there any questions that you would like to ask me? Is there anything... Um, what do you do? Oh, I was just smiling because I'm happy. Oh, okay. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you're happy. Honestly, happiness is so contagious. Oh, it is. Like, when you, <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but in uni, because you meet so many people, I've recently like my circle has become so much better and supportive, and it's made me so much happier. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's so different to school. In school, you're forced to be around all the, all the rajas, every, everyone. Like, it doesn't matter, but. When it comes to uni, it's like you've got the if chance. you know if you know someone's not like the right kind of person for you, you can find that out like pretty quickly. And it's not even to say that they're a bad person, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just who you want to chill with. Yeah, if you, you can chill with whoever you want want to chill with. There's like literally tens of thousands of people, and there's so many interesting people. Yeah, yeah, so many. Like wow, <laughs> I'm discovering it more and more. Like as the days go by, Whew. Man, it, yeah, like, like literally, just like even just talking to you, like, or was it two days ago or something? Mm. And now, now here, look at us, <laughs> <laughs> <Look at us, man. laughs> he's seen the meme. Yeah, like, yeah. 
I wasn't sure. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Mate, you got your bubble tea and everything. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's insane on how much of an impact it has. And I don't know, like, about you, but me personally, like, I always thought, like, oh, happiness is going to be something that I'm going to create completely by myself. No one else is going to kind of, like, I'm going to be by myself. I'm going to let myself discover who I am fully. And I'm going to be happy through that. But genuinely, being around other people who are so supportive and so happy has made like I thought I was happy, and then I met all these good people, and I'm just like, wow, like it's so different. It's I just feel so much kind of better about life as a whole. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like even we'll just speak about like our course because that's just like a very specific cohort of mm-hmm. people. If I walk into the lecture hall and I see certain people. I can't help but smile. Mm. Like I'm literally just happy to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, no, it's, no, it's really weird. Definitely. It's like, it's like, wow, this guy's here. I'm so happy. Like, uh-huh. you know, like it, it sounds like, cringy and people don't say it, yeah, but it's yeah. like, it's it's how it you actually feel, and it's yeah. like, nah, it's it, it's good. It's good. You want to try and surround yourself with as many people as you can, but you've also got to regulate those connections mm. and understand. To make sure that you're not so dependent on someone. So if let's say that person isn't around or doesn't have time or like you can't talk to them for whatever reason, having that foundation with yourself of I can still take care of myself even if that person isn't around. Obviously, obviously that doesn't mean go full solo and have yeah, no connections never, with anyone. Never. You still need support. You still need to talk, be able to talk to someone and. You know what I mean? Like I said, it is the it is the Navy of Stokes equation. Oh God! <laughs> There's right. a hyphen in between. <laughs> That's an engineering reference, and anyone who gets it doesn't want to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, God, food's a stress, but I mean, we move on. We move yes. on. <laughs> Worst of area. Can I, kick you out? <laughs> Can I kick you out right now? Honestly. I told you I'd bring the puns. Area. I told you I'd bring the mate, puns. Mate, it's all coming out on the second half. <laughs> Giga Pascals. <laughs> honestly, honestly, what do you even say to this guy? Right, okay, okay, okay. So, we already kind of touched on this before, but if you could go back 10 years, right, 10 years, okay. and you had... Year, year six. six. Year six. Ooh. No. Year five. How old are you? Nah, I'm 20. But so this time, 10 years ago, I was in year five. Just about to finish it. Okay, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. Right. If you could go sp- and speak to yourself for 30 seconds, 30 seconds, no more, what would you say? Go. What would I say? I'd say... Understand the important of fr- importance of friendship, value your family very highly, and make sure you build good relationships with them. And the fourth thing I'd say, probably the final thing is, anything you put your mind to do, make sure you do it well. That's it. And start off as you mean to go on. I think those are the, the recipe. That's the recipe for success. <laughs> Literally. Really? Surrounding that yourself with good people, start, like building good relationships, and working hard. I mean that is the foundation of pretty much everything that we do. If if you were to go back three years, <laughs> how drastically would that advice change? That would, that would 
it's weird. Like, I, I always <laughs> think about this. What if I change like one small part of my life? How different things yeah. would be. It would be different, and it's like, obviously, I know all these people now because of my my current situation, and I wouldn't know them if things changed. But I would know new people, and that always blows my mind. Yeah, it, the, it's the, weird. The kind of uncertainty of life and the fact that it kind of scores down so many routes. Like, what are the chances that we both, like, let's just say, good at maths, mm. going through school? You know, like imagine if we if we weren't spotted and like they actually they accidentally put us in the wrong set. Like, I know this sounds stupid, no, no, no. but like it's, it, it it's a little thing. Yeah, yeah. Like they get put in the wrong set, for example, and it's like. Once you're at the top, it's quite easy to stay there. When you're at the bottom, it's quite hard to escape. Do you know I, what I'm trying to say? I think a lot of that is because of the people that you're surrounded with in the mm. bottom set. It's because you have a bottom set mentality. Top set, have a top set mentality. And it's not even like the people themselves. It's literally even the teachers like... The attitude towards the classes. Yeah, yeah it's, that upsets me as well. Like, that's why I'm quite passionate about education as well. Mm. I want to like at least give people that belief that you know if they put their mind to it they can do it anything they can accomplish great things well you know but, I digress I'll, I'll, I'll try and go back, <laughs> to my, back to the point so me when I was 17 oh hang on hang on finish the other tangent of how crazy it is that you can just like anything can happen to anyone okay one example in year 8 we had a end of year test I was the worst in the year at Spanish the worst Really? The worst, bro. I think I got, like, a D, which back then, like, to get a D in, like, year eight... <laughs> it's pretty poor, it's pretty poor. I mean, like, I'll tell you my GCSE grids in a minute, but, yeah, it should right, be good. Okay, okay, <laughs> right. This is interesting. Right. I've got to find out a um, Okay, so... The next year, some Spanish people came in. One of them was just in my, like, teaching group. What was that? That was, like, 90... <laughs> big up Julian Dorado in case you're listening <laughs> quick shout out yeah he came and like literally I was just like oh let me just be friends with him this guy's come he's come from a, a foreign country I'll, be, I'll, I'll just try and like chat to him like make sure he feels comfortable in mm-hmm. Spanish just 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 so happens to be Spanish bro when I tell you just from like talking to him like yeah we'd sit next to each other in English couple like geography We'll just be talking constantly. Like, I'll just, like, want to joke. That's just the way I am. Like, I like making jokes. Mm-hmm. So I'll just learn a little bit of Spanish. Like, I'll be like, how, how do you say this? How do you say that? Do you? When I tell you I went from, like, the bottom to the top of the class in one year because this guy just so happened to come. And, like, there's, there's other people. There was Victor. Um, he just came from Barcelona, like, mm-hmm. halfway through the year. Crazy. That added to it. So imagine there's like now three of us. Like I'm, like my Spanish wasn't obviously like that good then, but like it was, was, it was getting better uh-huh. like massively. And it just kept on happening, and it was it was amazing. I didn't realize this at the time, and this shows like how important practice is because this was on subconscious practice, and you'll actually read about this in Bounce in the book. Oh, okay, so okay. I, I found out about. Uh-huh. I actually deeped it later, but yeah, <laughs> if they hadn't come. Do you know how many opportunities have come like to me because I can speak Spanish? Like yeah. it, it's nuts, and it's all down to the fact that like they just happen one, to be. 
if he wasn't in my class, I probably still wouldn't be able to like speak. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, nuts. yeah. That's just like that's life. It could have been a French guy. Hmm. Could have been a German person. Came in year seven. I think. I think on the kind of flip side of that as well, though, is like <clears throat> you don't know how many things you've missed out on because mm. those things have never happened to you. Like, let's say you were lucky in that sense because someone came and they were Spanish, right? Imagine you had a friend who was like, imagine like instead of being bad at Spanish, you were bad at maths, mm. right? And you had a friend who was really good at maths, right? Mm. That would help you massively, right? Yeah, yeah. But... Maths, they... Huh? <laughs> 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 they heard, they heard. <laughs> <laughs> right, but imagine um, you didn't have that friend, mm-hmm. right? And you just stayed bad at maths. That's it. You're never going to think about, oh, what if I had a really good friend mm-hmm. at maths? Because that never happened to you. Yeah. And think of all the times that like it could be like a rich friend who could teach you about money. It could be mm. a really happy friend who could teach you about happiness. It could it could be anything. And because we don't have those opportunities, we never consider what if. And this is why it's important. This is why I've I've said like, right at the start, my life has become so much more enriched as I've exposed myself mm. to all these different perspectives and experiences. I've met so many different people, like different types of people that you knew. When I look at, like, the people in Mechenge, I'll just, like, say that, like, just as a cohort, again, like, to use mm-hmm. an example. If you compare my first impressions of these people, it was pretty, I was like, oh, everyone's pretty, like, one-dimensional and the same. Like, not that they didn't have personality. Yeah, yeah. But compared to now, like, going through that, that January exam period, like, <laughs> it brought people's character out. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I am surrounded by some weirdos. But, like, in an amazing <laughs> good way. way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, everyone's so different. They've got yeah. their own personality, their own opinion, their own way that they see life. Mm. And it's like, we tend to judge people so surface level. Mm. Like, I judge you surface level, like, when I knew you, because mm-hmm. our conversations and interactions had been minimal so, yeah it's minimal so it's like it's one of those things that's like you really really just can't afford to judge a book by its mm. cover and especially like imagine if i thought oh, i don't really like you right but i didn't get to know you properly exactly like there's so many opportunities and connections that you just lose if you come in with the mind of like arrogance or being like close-minded exactly exactly it's a shame like yeah. because so many people do it and so many people, it's like they want to have that negative, like perception mm. of the people they're around. And it's like this is why, when it comes to people who are like racist or like just people who discriminate against any other group of person, it's upsetting to me that you are limiting your life based on something so arbitrary. Yeah. Like, imagine... I, I, I can't even... Like, obviously, I see it. I see it. Like, just microaggressions, all of these things. But, like, the fact that someone will be, like, walking down the road, like, towards me, and then they feel as though they have to cross. hmm It's like... You don't even know me. Like... As, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like yeah. that's that's not it's not that's not what upsets me. It's the fact that like, so you were telling me 
every time you see a black person, you're just like, this is a bad person. This is someone that I, I can't afford to be around. Like, before you know them, bro, like, it, it just blows my mind. It, it literally blows my mind because it's like, you've limited yourself to like, I don't even know how much of the population, boom, gone. Or like, just people who, you discriminate against people of a religion. Same thing, it's like, like so much is Islamophobia. Not just in the UK right now, like, I know it's, it's bad in the UK, Europe, but in the world. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's saddening, because like, and it's not even to say, oh, I know so many like, good Muslims. It's like, say, I know so many good human beings. Like, it's as simple as that. And you're just limiting yourself based Completely. on one of their characteristics that you're not even that educated about yourself that's true it's, it's so sad to see like it upsets me it's like I don't even hate them I I genuinely don't hate them I, mm-hmm. I feel sorry like that's all it, it's it's crazy to think that they're they're living their entire lives and it's like you could do that with any group at all like mm-hmm. let's say if it's racism right like you could say oh, I don't like them because they're black I don't like them because they're Asian I don't like them because they're white and it's like there's good people in absolutely every kind of group like exactly. there's o- there's always good honest people it doesn't make a difference who you are as long as you have like I don't get how like like I said before like if you have a surface level, level conversation with someone you can't judge their character off that you can't judge their personality and not even having that conversation and just looking at someone and being like no I don't want to talk to them like I don't believe those people can be happy. Like, overall, like, I don't yeah. believe... Like, and that, for me, like, that's sad because I, I literally, obviously, I want people to be happy and that's something that I'm really working towards. Oh, my God. I just realised that we are running short on time. But, um, obviously, um, I want them to be happy. And because they have these misconceptions of, like, of religion, race, whatever it is, like, it, it just destroys so much of their own life. Exactly. It limits them like it's as simple as that and if you're limiting yourself like you're limiting your happiness fundamentally it's, li- it's literally just upsetting it is, like, it is that's all I can say if you were going to have a conversation with someone who was racist or did discriminate a lot what would you want to say to them it's like I don't know I, I'm a bit of I don't like being so pessimistic in the a lot of people would say, you know, if someone's not trying to listen to you, or not trying to hear you, they just won't. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's really hard. Like, if they actually just don't respect who you are just because of, like, say, say they didn't respect me just because I was black, are they even going to listen to a word I say? Do I have to make them respect me before I do that? And then there's this, this whole, like, discussion that I always see. It's not my responsibility to... Um, educate them they should be educating themselves they're old enough all of this is it's hard but like I think the main thing I would have to, to say is if you question your beliefs critically like thoughtfully and you still come back with the same beliefs then fair enough like what more can I actually do 
But if you actually have a deep think about it and you you kind of like try and break it down, I do this all the time with every aspect of my life. I always do it. If I realise that something makes no sense for me to be doing or saying or participating in, I just won't do it. Do you, do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's literally that simple. I'd like invite them to do the same. But I also understand that there's only so much energy I can give. I can't... I can't like sit down and have a three-hour discussion yeah, from yeah. all race because you know they'll, they'll bounce back and they say, "Well, you know, black, black people do this and they do that." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your it's accent like, is spot on. <laughs> no, but like that's, that's what we say. Like, oh, you know, bro, you know, the, the Sharon Law, like all of this. <laughs> it's like, but you don't know about it yourself. Do a little mm. bit of research. Like, no, no, question, no. question what you what you're believing in, and then. If it's still if you still believe in it, then fair enough. But yeah, that that's all I have to say about yeah, it. To be that's enough. all I have to say. That I can't I can't just like break down each argument they have philosophically. But I'd invite them to do that. That's all I'd say. Man, this took quite a deep personal turn to yeah. as well. But no, it's a really important topic, and again, it is still is really important for happiness. But just to finish up, because I'm I'm cautious of time. Um, what would be your main message to anyone any anyone who's listening now what is it like, is there any key piece of advice that you'd want to leave them with so if you're on the spot piece. but it might even just be the last one I said mm. it applies to everyone and every aspect of life you know if you can't justify what you're doing whether that's how you're living, the stuff you're believing in, the the way you speak, your behaviour, you can't justify it and say that, yeah, this is a good thing. Then question why you're doing it. Mm. That's the main thing that I would say. I've done it in so many different aspects of my life. More recently, anyway. Before, I didn't tend to do it as much. It changes a lot. It, it, It changes everything, like, it means you you waste a lot less time and that's one thing secondly always try and look at things from different perspectives Solid. like once I can when you can actually understand where another person's coming from mm-hmm. it just allows for you to sort of build more connections with them and build a deeper stronger connection with them and like the friendships that I've formed now it's not even that I didn't used to form good friendships before but like now I think we're, we've reached a stage in life where we actually start to think about things more deeply, think about the future, think about what it means to be a friend more and more often. And now, like the love that I, the pure love that I just have for my friends, mm. it, it's it's so deep, and it's just because I've been able to think, okay, this person's come from here. This is their thing. This is this is their viewpoint on this. I understand it, and I understand who they are. I might not understand it fully, but I'm trying to. And it just makes every life experience way more rich. That's that's all I could say. That's great. That's some amazing advice to leave on. But again, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a great conversation. No, no, but genuinely, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. There's some really good conversations and really good advice too. But yeah, that's where we're going to leave this episode. And thanks for coming on again. Bye. My G. <laughs> you get it? Hey, yeah, I get it, I get it. <laughs> Cheers, us. Uh.
Bless. Right. So. <laughs>